everyone. Thank you for joining us. You are now tuned in to Trish Chat, a series that promotes meaningful dialogue around identity, culture, and real-life stories. We are your hosts, Steph and Jess, and everything you'll hear in our episodes are based on personal experiences. Make sure to tune in every Monday to hear our latest episodes. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Trish Chat. I'm Steph, and I'm here with Jess. Hey, everyone. Today, we're talking about racism. Yes. <laughs> Controversial thing to speak of. Yes. Um, uh, the point of this episode isn't necessarily to um, do like an educational course in terms of giving a bunch of definitions and whatnot, but we have to start the episode that way because we want to make sure that we're all on the same page in terms of what we're talking about. And um, really the reason why Justin and I wanted to do this episode is because we are both of the belief that if you're not actively working to stop racism, like if you're not anti-racist, then you're racist. Um, and so we just grapple with like people in our lives who aren't doing the work Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of what that means in terms of how that makes us feel as women who live or people who live at the intersection of many marginalized identities. So we wanted to have a conversation about that. We've had many conversations about that, but I'm sure we're not the only ones that are grappling with this. So we wanted to bring it to you all. So Let's start by first defining racism. So racism is the belief that race accounts for differences in human character or ability and that a particular race is superior to others. That's one way to think of it. The other way to think of it is as discrimination or prejudice based on race. Pretty self-explanatory. When this term racism or racist um, came about, people kind of, and people still kind of look at it as a binary in terms of if you're racist, you're bad. And if you're not racist, then you're like a great person. And so most people aren't going to walk around thinking I'm a bad person. I'm racist. Most people are going to, you know, walk around and assume like, I'm not, I'm not racist at all. Um, because what we typically think about when we think of racist is we think of someone holding a torch, uh, wearing like the garb of the KKK, or we think about somebody using the N word, um, or someone saying like, racially prejudiced words. Um, But really for those of us who are people of color and to round ourselves around those who say that they're liberal um, or open to everything, um, those a lot of times aren't the people who are wearing that stuff or saying those things, but they do have a bias, right? Like we all have bias. And that's just something that we need to acknowledge. And we have bias because of the media, because of our families, because of society, and just because of history and the ways in which people of color have been portrayed and associated with violence, drugs, gangs, etc. Agreed. So want to put that out there to say that to me, the concept of racism in current times And I am excluding a really big part of the population that is very openly racist, but I'm talking about those of us that say that we're in in like liberal enclaves of people who are very accepting. 
racism is more nuanced for those of us in terms of the way that it is uh, a practice and the way that it is experienced. Yeah. So, um, and what I mean by that is practice versus experienced is if I see somebody holding in KKK garb or all that stuff or holding a MAGA sign, like I know exactly where you stand and I have my assumptions about who you are as a person and period, like that's it. I don't want to interact with you. I don't need to interact with you. But now if you're doing something a little bit more covert um, in the ways in which you behave in terms of the biases that you have and the ways in which those come out, I might gaslight myself into thinking like, am I overreacting about this? Right? Am I, um, this person's good. Like this person's my friend. This person is in my life. This person is my manager, my friend, my coworker, my spouse, my parent. Yeah. Um, and so there's just a lot more nuance and nuance in that because it's not like a definitive, like this person's racist. A lot of times we question ourselves and our own intuition and our own experiences. And we downplay our own experiences to give the benefit of the doubt to someone else. Yeah, I think I find myself in that situation a lot um, mm -hmm. where I feel like I'm betraying myself because I... You know, I might be in a situation where somebody may be subtly saying something very biased or I feel that way. Yeah. Or they just are. And I'm like, yeah, that's wrong. Um, but nobody else around me sees that or says anything about mm -hmm. it. And I'm like, okay, am I crazy? Like, am I being too harsh about this? Am, am I, I being dramatic? Too, yeah, too sensitive or, you know... Maybe they didn't mean it that way. Or I'd start thinking about the things that they do do. <laughs> do do. <laughs> <laughs> How old are we right now? <laughs> that That's they great, do like do for other people where they're, they're quote unquote good or yeah. progressive or how they've been there for me or for other people or other communities. And then I kind of think about that other thing as like an exception. Yeah. Um, I used to struggle with that a lot. Now it's very much like once that happens, I'm like, okay, this person is very biased or racially biased or, or whatnot. But the, uh, the thing is also that because racism is such a big, heavy word, a lot of times when people are showcasing those sort of biases and actions, we don't want to give them that word because we're like, I don't want to call this person yeah. racist. Like I don't, that's, that's a lot. Yeah. For sure. But sometimes that just is the what it is. Yeah. I mean, you, you said it perfectly. I think <clears throat> the term racist um, definitely was associated with like those more explicit things uh, before the civil rights movement and all that, like KKK, you know, people using the N-word. Um, Which still happens. It still happens for sure. Um, but now people don't realize that like, that is not the only way you can be racist. Yeah. You can be racist by doing a lot of other subtle things. Like your bias can come out in many different ways. I 100% agree with that. And I want to talk about that more. I kind of want to pause a little because I want to get through um, sort of like baseline understanding of racism. And I want to talk about some misconceptions of racism that exist so that we're all on the same page. 
And one of the main ones that I want to talk about is this idea that when we talk about racism, we're talking about a two-way street. And so we're talking about white people being racist towards people of color and people of color being racist towards white people. And the latter just doesn't exist. And I'm going to explain why, and then I'm going to leave it there. And that's that. The idea of racism um, stems from the fact that there is a system of disadvantage based on race. And so if a black person or person of color were to be prejudiced towards a white person, they don't stand to benefit from any system by doing that. Yep. 100% agree. So it's just not possible. A black person or person of color can be prejudiced towards a white person. Um, that that 100% can happen, but it, they can't be racist because in order for it to be uh, count as racism, there has to be a system in place, s- systemic structures that enable them to benefit from that. And so to be concrete, the systems in place that allow white people to be racist, to feel that superiority, we talk about like people of color, not black people not getting mortgages mm-hmm. or loans from, from banks, mortgages because of the color of their skin. Yep. The amount of black men that have died because of police violence. Mm-hmm. The amount of people of color who are hired, mm-hmm. who move up in the corporate ladder, the amount of money that they make compared to their white counterparts. Those are systems that are in place. They are widespread. They're not one-time exceptions. They're not one person's paying a white person more than they're paying a person of color. These are systems that are widespread. Yeah. Word. So, so that's that. Um, a couple of other um, misconceptions is just because someone has a black or brown spouse, child, best friend doesn't mean that they can't be racist. Nope. <laughs> that is, yeah. I think a lot of people get tripped up on that. They do because they're like, oh, but they're they're dating like a person of color. Yeah, or they have, you have a all lot these of people yeah. of color that are their friends and right. You you have a lot of men who are misogynists and are and heterosexual men that are misogynists and are married to women. Mm-hmm. How, why is it that they can be uh, misogynist, but like we don't grasp that? Yeah, they, it's like one thing can't exist. Yeah. yeah, with the other. Um, and last but not least, um, as a person who's worked in nonprofit that serves marginalized communities, just because someone's work involves serving communities of color doesn't mean that they can't be racist. And that's where um, my struggle comes from and, and Jess's struggle comes from. And that's why we've been talking about this for so much, because, again, we don't in our in our circle of people that we're around that we can control we don't hang around people who are overtly um racist but we have experience and we see people we see people grappling with this where they hang out with people who are open or liberal um but that 
and, and they come to our they come to our birthday parties. They, you know, we feel that they love us, but they suppress our identities as people of color. And Jess, I know that you've like cut off friendship friendships because of that. Um, and so I want to, I want, maybe if you're comfortable, you can share a little bit more about that. Sure. Um, I mean, I think you've, you've mentioned it all. I, I think that as, I think there's a couple of things. I think as we get older, we become more sure of who we are and who we want to be around. So I think that has just been happening as I've gotten older. Um, and that goes for everyone. I mean, even just like people I, you know, consider friends or even the people I hang out with uh, at work or have conversations with. Um, but then I think the other thing is, is the climate of our country right now. Mm -hmm. I think that the climate has reminded me, and I'm only speaking for me, has reminded me of how much I have suppressed for so long about how I feel. Um, to make other people comfortable. Yeah. How I, yeah, just not make, you know, people uncomfortable or really never dealt with, like, how I am not seen as equal in so many different ways, in so many different scenarios in my life. It's tiring. And I think with the climate right now, on top of that throw, you know, 30 years of doing this, mm -hmm. I think as you get older, you just become tired. You just yeah. become tired of hearing the same ignorant shit, hearing the same, like, being silenced. I'm mm -hmm. so tired of being silenced. I'm so tired of not being able to say what I feel because you feel uncomfortable. I feel uncomfortable every day and it's, it's bullshit. And so I think for me, um, in the last, I don't know, five years, anyone who's made me feel like I've had to be silenced because they don't want to hear about my experience as a woman of color, as a queer person, um, where, you know, they're comparing their success to mine to make a point that they're discriminated in ways too like they don't get it you know like anytime that I think the point of being loved in my eyes or, or seen is when I can come to you and you can make space for me and it doesn't turn to be talking about you mm. where I can go to you and say like I feel oppressed I feel like I don't have a voice I feel like I work just as hard as this person but they don't see me because I'm not loud enough in meetings or um, I didn't play uh, I didn't play in the sandbox with all the, you know, the boys club. I didn't like do any of that. Um, or I look different. Or I looked like just things that are very real for me that for so long I wouldn't say because I'm like, no, I, I just got to work hard. I just got to, you know, play. This is just the way it is. Um, where they turn around and like, Ask me, like, I'm sorry that you feel like that. How can I support you? Right. Versus, like, oh, it's Saturday. Do we really have to talk about that? Yeah. That. Or just, like, again, like, comparing it to them and saying, like, well, you know, 
I, f- I, I, I get discriminated against too because this, this and that. It's like, and it's mostly when it's like not a person of color, <laughs> you know, it's, um, that's when it's kind of really frustrating. Um, but even so, it's just like never making space for me. Um, and, and so I, I cut that shit out. If I don't, if, if we, if you're someone new that I'm meeting and, you know, you, you don't make space for me. Like I, I can just catch that stuff so much easier now. Yeah. I just don't, I don't entertain it. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I think there's like the, the, the concept of like, or the practice of if someone doesn't make space for me, regardless of who they are, you know, they don't deserve to be in my life. And there's also this this other concept of like, I have a white friend, I have a white spouse, I have a white parent, whatever it may be. And they're not stepping up and doing the work and they're not making space for me as a person of color. But I tell myself, oh, but they're white. They don't understand, but they go through the world in a different way, but they don't understand oh, but they don't understand the nuances. They don't understand microaggressions because they're not the one being microaggressed. Mm-hmm. Um, that, I don't even think that's a word. And it's just like, at what point do you cut people from learning on you? Like how much do you allow that? But I mean, learning on you, it's like, you're getting to be as ignorant and like not doing the work as you want to be. And I'm constantly oppressed and making myself smaller to teach you to make space for you. And at what point do we cut that off? And I'm not saying it in like an accusatory way of like, that's unacceptable because there are at some points where like, you really don't understand what it's like because you don't live this experience. You don't have to think about it. And there is a process where in order for you to become an ally and do the work, you need to learn. Mm -hmm. And Part of that is, you know, you go on the internet and you search and you read books because there's so many out there, but there might be a part of that where it's you making mistakes and you learning. How much of that do we allow? Mm -hmm. What is acceptable and what isn't acceptable? And that's, I know what you and I have been like struggling with because we're like, yeah, in this, in this time, in this, in this day, it is so hard to be a person of color. And then when you layer on being a queer person of color, and then when you layer on being a queer woman of color, I'm tired before I even get out of bed. Right. It's heavy. It's heavy feelings. And I think I've, you know, going back to just like, as I, as I've gotten older, I've stopped measuring, uh, friendships based off of people texting me for my birthday or wanting to hang out. Mm -hmm. Like, I could give a shit if you want to hang out with me every day. If you're not making space for me, if we're not having real raw fucking conversations where I can be like authentic with you and can be like, man, I had a rough day because X, Y, and Z around whether it's race or some sort of discrimination that I'm feeling, then I have no desire to be friends with you. I have no desire to make time for you Mm -hmm. because we talk about this, but not everyone deserves that vulnerability. Yeah. And you definitely don't deserve my time. Like I'm not going to be a checkbox for you that you have one more person of color as a friend. Yeah. 
uh, or queer person as a friend because, you know, whatever it may be. Like I've, I'm so particular about who gets my time now. And it's been hard for me because again, going back to what we were talking about before, I, I feel like I have to question, like I, I have to question if I'm betraying myself or not, if I allow certain people to get away with certain things, because whether they, whether it be because we've been friends for a really long time or because I see that you show up in X amount of ways, but not these ways. And like, you know, maybe you said something biased or you continue to say something biased, but I let it slide because like nobody else is like seeing that as an issue. I now am so much more in touch with like how I feel about things that if something doesn't feel right to me and I don't do something about it, I, I feel like I betrayed myself. Like if mm -hmm. I don't speak up or I remove, don't remove myself from that situation, I feel like I betrayed myself. But it's really hard when you're around people, like even other people of color and that they don't say anything. They're like, oh no, that person's okay. And I'm like, okay, I can't, you're making me sound crazy. Yeah. Like that person just said some fucking crazy shit. Um, or, you know, this, these people are, you know, really friendly, but they say a lot of like problematic shit or they do a lot of problematic shit. Yeah. Like eat Chick-fil-A or whatever. Say something that just. Or say all lives matter. Yeah. Or say something like that. Um, I just think that that's just, I don't know. I, 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 and I tell you this all the time. I just feel crazy. I feel very crazy. And I, I'm tired of feeling that way. And it's mostly because I'm second guessing myself. Like I'm gaslighting myself. Yeah. I am yeah. gaslighting myself. And when I bring it up where and people are like, oh, no, that's not too bad. It's like, okay, well, then, you know. What I, is too bad, right? Yeah, like what's, what, what is? Well, how are we measuring this? You know, and I think, uh, of course, everyone's allowed to feel the way they feel. They ha everyone has their uh, amount yeah. that they can take and, and, and what they're in touch with. But for me, it's like I'm, I'm tired. I'm not going to take ignorance or um people who even when get called out on stuff don't do anything about it like that's even so worse. That, that's your threshold is that is that your so like you have someone in your life they keep saying things that are racist mm -hmm. they keep acting in ways that are racist they're not doing the work they're not they're not they're not anti-racist. They're not doing the work. They're not using their privilege to do the work. Mm -hmm. That you feel that they care about you, but they just keep saying these things. You call them out, right? Which it takes a lot of effort to already do that. Mm -hmm. What is the threshold where you're like, I'm done? Yeah, I think it's if I call you out on it and you... Don't do anything. You won't gaslight me, and then two, you don't do anything about it. Like we talked about this in the ally commercial, the, uh, the ally commercial, <laughs> the ally episode <laughs> about I I called someone out on the Chick Fil A thing twice, and yeah. then I saw them eating it again. Yeah, and at that, that point. was that was it for me. I was just like that, and this was years ago. That is my threshold. I'm just I don't associate myself with them anymore. Yeah. Um. 
and and I and I should say that this isn't just towards white people. This is towards all people. Like we all have biases and um the racism is specifically towards yes, the racism we, is, we sort of like expanded the conversation yeah, into like all things. Yeah. Right. But it's yeah, I mean, I don't want to get too far away from this from this topic, but it's just all types of people. If you don't step up, because we all have to step up in this in this world, um, if we all want to be treated as equal, which I don't think we're, I don't think we're gonna be we're gonna get there in my lifetime. But you know, if that's if that's the the goal here, uh, we all have to step up and. I just can't, I can't be by someone's side when they, when they don't even realize their privilege and then they just, even when they get called out on it or they don't want to make space for it, like they just keep doing whatever it is they're doing because that's comfortable for them. Right. Or they're not, they're not doing the work and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give a few more concrete examples so that people understand what that means. So. I need, if you're going to be in my life, for you to understand what's going on in the news, understand why it is problematic when black men are dying at the hands of the police, why it's problem. I need you to understand that it's problematic and why it is problematic that black women have higher mortality rates when they're giving birth than, than white women, why that is. And I need you to show that you care about that, show that you're trying to understand why that's happening or, the, or know that that's happening and try and understand like who is out there, what organizations are out there that are trying to stop this from happening and how can I help with that? doesn't mean that you have to donate or give time to every cause because I get that that's not possible, but you need to show that you care about people's lives mm-hmm. and the fact that people's lives are at stake unfairly. Mm-hmm. It's just so heavy. Like, I just sit there and think about it, and I'm like, it's so fucked that people really don't. They don't have to think about that. They don't have to live that, so they look away from it. Yeah, the, the people, like, choose every single day to look away from it because they can. Because they can. They don't even realize, like, the privileges that they have. Why, how, like, just even thinking about it, like, go into your office after you listen to this episode and look around, how many people of color are in executive positions? How many people of color are, yeah, in positions of power yeah. in these companies? How many CEOs are there? Like, I sit there, I literally look around my office and I, I look at that. This is because it's my experience. Yeah. It's so fucked. And that is just, it's a trickle down effect. That means they have less money. Not only to like be well off, to provide for themselves, to provide for their family, where they live, where they go to school. Who are, th- who, who's, who are their cheerleaders? Are you one of their cheerleaders? It's so fucked. This whole system is so fucked and I'm so sick of people not wanting to fucking talk about it. 
I'm done having people be uncomfortable. Like, so you're uncomfortable. So what? Yeah. You want to, let's be friends. You want to be friends. Let's fucking talk about this. Let's talk about why this is an issue, why it's important for all of us to step up and do something about it and why it's important for, for, for you, for someone who has privilege to do something about it. Because it's not just about working hard for people of color. That's not enough. That is not enough. So, yeah, sorry. I got really passionate there. I mean, that's the whole, that's the conversation that we've been having. That is the conversation. And we wanted to share that with, with you all. We don't have a solution. We haven't proposed any sort of solutions in this episode because it's something that we're still kind of struggling with just, I think you're further along in the process of being like, this is my threshold. This is where like, I'm, I'm not going to betray myself. I'm done making myself smaller to make you feel comfortable. Yeah. But I think I'm constantly like second guessing. I'm constantly questioning that. And like, what, what else can I do to like help influence people to like talk about this stuff? And, and, and one of it, it one of the things is like this podcast, like yeah. doing this and sharing it with our with our network and our communities. And I'm hoping people with, 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 we all have privilege in some way, but people with privilege are listening into this and, and not taking it personal. That's another thing. Like this isn't an attack on, on anyone. Um, this is just more calling it how it is. Like, let's stop pretending that this is not how it is because it is. Yeah. And just because you're uncomfortable or you're like, fuck, that is me, but I'm going to get really uncomfortable. And like, Think about all the ways I am disadvantaged. You are then playing into this whole thing again. It's not about you. Yeah. Um, and I think that's 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 the biggest issue here. Again, going back to the beginning of our episode, racism racism is seen as more so being a racist is seen as such an extreme because of the way we've seen it in history yeah. through slavery, through, you know people that were doing really fucked up things that are still doing really fucked up things. Nobody wants to be, no one wants to own that label, but realize that there are other ways that you are that just because you're not doing those things does not mean you're not racist, not racially biased. Yeah. So I just ask that you just take a step back and, and, and think about that for a second. Think about how you may be playing into that system because you are. You don't even have to do anything. You already are. Yeah. Yeah. That got deep. Heavy, heavy, heavy. Heavy stuff. Anyway, I'm down to have a conversation with anyone. So <laughs> uh, definitely hit me up. Um, to talk about this and i and i think i i talk about this a lot with with anyone who's close to me um so i hope nobody sees this as a surprise uh which i don't think you will but um yeah we just need to do better uh, I, and i'm constantly looking for ways to be better and do better um so yeah i'm trying i'm putting myself out there i'm being vulnerable and i'm putting this shit out on the internet yeah. for you to hear on the interwebs and for us to have a discussion about it and yes you and for may- you to have a discussion about it with your circles yeah because Jess and i constantly talk about this where where and Jess says it perfectly where she's like 
am I like done betraying myself or am I just like coming from a place of ego where I think I'm better than these people? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't feel that way. I don't feel like I'm better. I'm constantly like gaslighting myself because I just am like, there's got to be another way. Like I can't be the only one seeing this, whether it's in a situation or, you know. Or or you're just like gaslighting yourself like, well, you know, I've known them for so many years. Like, well, you know, this person like. I have to, yeah, Yeah. it's like a checklist. I have to go down the checklist of whether it's a longtime friend or someone I just met or whatever. It's like, I'm so fucking tired, man. Like, I can't, (laughs) I can't. I just want, let's just talk about it. I'd rather just talk about it and you know where I stand. I know where you stand and we just call it a day. Honestly, it's it's better that way. Yeah. Versus ignoring it and, and pretending like, you know we're both on the same page when we're really not yeah are you having to suppress yeah i'm done suppressing i'm just i'm done so if you don't like what i have to say or you don't want to make space for like my experience or like when i'm trying to advocate for for other communities that you know um have it really fucking shitty yeah um then yeah so yeah Anyway, <laughs> time to go. It's, yeah. So we hope that this episode sheds some light that you're able to reflect and that if you've been feeling this way, that you know that there's at least two other people out there that feel the same. Because a lot of times when you feel that way where you're like, "Am I? do I think I'm just too good? Am I like being too, too sensitive to call people out. A lot of times just knowing like, Hey, I I feel that way too. I question myself all the time. Um, it can be helpful the very least. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Till next time. Bye. Peace.